How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Soapstone. My name is Jake. I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Dave. How's it going tonight, Dave? I say <laughs> to an empty room. <laughs> I am also here. It is good. That is good. Good, good. How does it feel to be reunited again with me well, in the U.S.? I would say it feels so good. Because that's the song. <laughs> Actual emotions. I mean, it's good, it's good to have you back. You know, emotions. Things like that. All right, fuck you too. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, the people need us. That's that's the underlying thing, right? That's what binds us together is the people need us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely a need there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hit that like button. Anyways, um, this week, talking about a game. Which we've been playing for pretty much the past week or so. Yeah, it was actually longer than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> it's longer than it should have been, in my opinion. Which is funny, for reasons we'll continue to get into, but we didn't like even do all of the content in the game, right? It's just mostly main story. Now we're really lazy, actually. Yeah. Well, anyways, you guys can all read the title. So, you know, we're talking about Dying Light. Which uh, is a zombie game. Yeah, it's um, the the cash-in by Warner Brothers and some other people <laughs> to do some co-op zombie parkour shenanigans. Yeah. What's funny is, this is just an aside, Warner Bros, like, I like a lot of the stuff that they've published. Like, they, I think, published, um, helped publish the uh, Shadow of War, which I enjoyed, other people didn't. Um, I feel like they might have helped with um, some other games. Anyways, probably, yeah. <laughs> probably. Statistically, yes. I, I, I don't actually know. I can't remember exactly what they were, but I have this positive connotation whenever I see that pop up as a publisher. I'm like, oh, you know, this might be a decent game. Uh, which is probably this game. It's, it's, it's probably decent. So anyway, a zombie game, but not just a game that happens to have zombies, and that is the content. It's a uh, first-person parkour action ish you know dead rising sort of that is literally the description on the steam page too open world <laughs> yeah with with ellipsis actually <laughs> as the description comes out um but yeah just a mishmash of all of those games got some some crafting in there got other things yeah initially going into it i was hoping or i guess expecting it was going to be kind of similar to left for dead where it's like mm-hmm. a Rudy Tootie zombie shooty type game. Right. Which but is then, the genre for Left 4 Dead. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I've uh, come to like and know. But we kind of just started out in uh, like two guys who had like table legs mm-hmm. or various wrenches. Yeah. Just... Or just single handed uh, metallic or bulky items. Yeah. And you just try and beat zombies to death. You got like a wrench or something. And, uh, it doesn't. It doesn't work that well. It's very ineffective. No, it's like cutting down a, a redwood with a herring. Yeah, you kind of just slap them, and they make noises like, "Why are you doing this? It's not effective." And uh, just to like rub some some salt in the wound, there, you're playing as a guy who is basically he, he paradrops into this area, right? Parachutes down. He's yeah, you're supposed to, to be some type of badass. Yeah, like some mercenary. What the fuck they're doing? And uh, you immediately basically get incapacitated i think as soon as you hit the ground i'm pretty sure you just get incapacitated and you wake up and you're like ah you're infected but here's the not the cure but the uh antizen that's what they call it keep you from turning into a zombie 
Yeah, it's like not actually fixing the issue. It just you're popping ibuprofen constantly, mm-hmm. which, by the way, is not a bad strategy. Right. It's basically- ibuprofen and monster is part of my diet. <laughs> it's actually most of the diet. <laughs> Shake not now. <laughs> but uh, I mean, if if you make some correlations to uh, Dead Rising at this point and like Zombrex, that's gonna keep popping up. Uh, there's there's some borrowed influence there, I think, but. It's hard to find something that's not played out in the zombie genre. Yeah, I mean, it's... A lot of it is, oh, they're zombies. So you you kind of have that split between how fast are the zombies and, yeah. like, how is the virus spread? Because mm-hmm. sometimes you have, like, the rage virus, everyone's, like, fucking booking it. Yeah. And then other times, it's like, oh, they're very slow zombies, but there's a lot of them, so be careful. Yeah. So they decided to do both. Yes. You have a lot of... Uh, I guess what they're typically just called walkers. Yes. Who are kind of slow. And if you get close enough, they're like, I want a hug. (laughs) And then you have runners who you can be on top of a car. The walkers will be like, that's an obstacle. (laughs) And just kind of just wait patiently. (laughs) But the runners will be like, I'll use my arms to elevate myself. (laughs) And they'll actually chase after you. Yeah, the runners are definitely, definitely more dangerous. We were talking about how, like, kind of uh, mediocre the starting weapons were, and that continues for the most part. Like, we used weapons some, uh, melee weapons in particular throughout the game. Yeah, it's, like, early on you feel like you have to, because mm-hmm. you have, like, four weapon slots, and you're like, these are all shitty wrenches or ham Hammers are actually kind of fun, though. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if you can actually knock a zombie down, because you have your melee weapon, or, like, your left click, but then you have your... E button, which is kind of like a kick, yeah, to kind of like push them off of you, similar to Left 4 Dead. So if they actually get on the ground, the hammer instead of being like a kind of side swipey becomes a very vertical thing, and I will just try and beat the skull in, and yeah. that is awkwardly cathartic for me to admit <laughs> on broadcast. But as far as melee weapons go, it's one of the better ones, but it, it's still they have to be incapacitated for you to get damage in. Yeah, there's um. You, like you said, you can knock him to the ground. The issue I still have with it is, it seems like it should only take a, f- a couple like swings with a machete to take a zombie down. But I'm like here whacking on its head seven, eight times trying to kill the thing, and I'm failing absolutely miserably. Yeah, and it just doesn't feel great as far as the damage you're dealing, but the impacts feel good. That's true. Like if you actually get a, if you clip into like the head or like a major part of the body. There's a nice tactile feel and sound with it. You're like, yeah, I'm hitting a zombie. Yeah. But they're just getting tickled. Yeah. Everything feels like it has the proper amount of weight to it. It's just not the outcome you would expect for that weight. Um, yeah. And there's like there's some other effects. Like you can um, you can do some scavenging uh, either on like zombie corpses, which you can check every single one of basically to get like some minor common loot or houses, right? Um Real quick about looting zombies, the animation for that does look like you're kind of tickling them. <laughs> yeah. It's like a little bit of awkward pats or like mm-hmm. I'm trying to grope someone who's sleeping type thing. Right. But it's the same animation for everything. It's like the um it's like you have to check somebody's body in the shortest amount of time possible and you want to just see if they have any cash around their chest for some reason. Just yeah. like pat, pat You're like them a out. really shitty bouncer, it's like <laughs> now they're good. Now they're good, yeah. Now they're good. I checked his chest for guns. He didn't have any guns. No guns. <laughs> so we're good. She didn't have any guns either. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you don't 
for most of the game. There's very few uh, firearm opportunities um, in the early game. I didn't game. even know it was a thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I just kind of accepted the melee weapon lifestyle. I'm like, this is me. This is just who I am. Yeah. Which is unfortunate to be me in that scenario. And uh, so, you, like you said, you get used to just using the melee weapons. But you're like, all right, at some point, these are going to do more damage. Um, you can put those mods on them things that do like extra bleeding damage or electric which will like stun them or impact things like that but it's not a whole lot yeah i don't think we really we might have crafted one or two mm-hmm. but there's like no incentive to it, it it's kind of like <laughs> it's like putting a tiny extra amount of damage on a weapon that does like no damage that would be my analogy. <laughs> and that it's, it's like turning a spoon into a spork and saying, bring it, bitch. <laughs> it, it just doesn't do anything. And we know that's not even uh, the path to success because we don't have sporks at Taco Bell anymore. They went back to actual forks. That's a fun fact I just learned. <laughs> yeah. I've not been to Taco Bell in probably a year. Got a taco salad and I got like an actual fork and I was like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you guys pretending to be civilized? Get out of here. <laughs> Uh, thanks for joining us for the Taco Bell podcast. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> While we review their products. That'd be a fun analytics of... Anyway. Yeah. Um... <laughs> but yeah, the weapons, the melee weapons are like mediocre kind of, and the hope that they get better is possibly unfounded. It's really misguided. So one of the things that was kind of cool about the game is you have these different skill trees. Yes. You have your survivor points, which kind of helps you with crafting and other random shit it's kind of a nebulous category yeah miscellaneous unlocks and things yeah i'm like i guess this is kind of helpful for the world mm-hmm. then you have your agility tree which is the best tree i think totally agreed <laughs> and a lot of that is more towards how you interact with free running and moving around the city or through zombies and such mm-hmm. and you have one for combat as well right which is the best tree I mm, <laughs> hold on. so combat did have some cool ones as far as some of the weapons yeah like if you have a two hand you can kind of like jump from a height and do like this bitch and ground pound yes. which looks so cool looks so awesome it has like this thunderous resound as you slam into it's the like earth impact wave yeah, yeah. Like, kind of like stun zombies nearby but uh, it does fuck all as far as damage. Yes, because you're using a melee weapon. <laughs> and also because you've fallen, like you've now taken fallen damage. Yeah. It's not like you're immune when this happens. It's it's it, just, it's shit. It's pretty bad. But it's really fun to do. Yes. I felt bad, and I, I, I never pointed out, like, while you were using it, how much more effective it would be to just, like, kick the guy down and then use one of the other abilities you can get to just, like, stomp their head to instantly kill them if they're <sighs> yeah. on the ground. One of the points we have on the talking points list, which you guys can't see, right? Yeah, the, is uh, the blackboard. How, how fucking overpowered feet are compared to melee weapons? Yeah, because if you put points into the agility tree, you can do cool things like if you're running, you can jump over a zombie and use them as a springboard. Mm-hmm. Later on, you can put a point so like jumping over them stuns them. You can do like a slide kick, yeah, and kind of slide through them, and that will knock them down. Or what Jake was saying with with on the ground. You can just trigger like an instant kill animation by their head. Yeah, it's and a, you just crush their head in. Just a dead space stomp, just gone. And there's kind of so 
this is a this is a multiplayer kind of co-op game you could play it single player but you'd be sad i guess it i don't think it's interesting enough to just be on its own Mm -hmm. like i like playing it with you in the co-op sense because you have a buddy and you can just go around kill zombies and it's fun yeah you have some other objectives but they'll also scatter out kind of competitions so maybe like hey who can follow these uh parkour checkpoints the fastest or who can kill the most zombies in this amount of time or collect the most loot yeah which would reward you in certain points whether they be survivor agility or combat yeah makes it like a little bit more arcadey and they integrate it with the uh the missions and story and stuff you can have like random events that happen that also you can choose to start competitions for um and yeah it's clearly meant to be played like that i would say playing this game single player is maybe just slightly better than trying to play like left for dead single player like and disabling the bots yeah like like what are you what are you doing you can do it, but it's not the point. Um, so you can have up to four players. We obviously played played two, um, but that does change kind of the the flow of the game dramatically. Um, and that, uh, well, well, I was gonna say this builds off of the head kick thing. There was a there was a bug. I'm pretty sure it was a bug, or it was just the way they intended it. If two people go to head smash a guy at the same time, oh fuck it that. doesn't kill the zombie. You will just do like normal kicks or something dumb. Yeah, like Jake would start at the head smash animation, and I would just try and do it at the same time, but I would just kick the zombie. Yeah, so it'd be a lot of times there'd be like one zombie, and we would just kick the shit out of him <laughs> until he died. And they got all kicky in your face, in your face, in your motherfucking face, two feet. Dropping beats under thunderous space Instead of stare rap tactics on you Fuck it, I said I'm Fred Astaire Tap dancing on the front of your head Kabuto Mang What you got, dude? Oozang Bicycle kick up on you Liu Kang And kicks don't really do much damage on their own They're kind of meant to be like a, a crowd control interrupt Yeah But there were points where like We would just laugh because We would just keep kicking and not stop It's, it's, it is kind of funny Like we were talking about how like visceral it kind of is And how you get that impact and uh, that that goes all the way down to kicks. That's fun. There's another uh, ability you could do the uh, the drop kick, which oh is the one God. I picked. So Dave picked the ability to jump over uh, zombies, vault over them, and I picked one where if I'm running, I can like jump in the air and hit the kick button. I'll just two leg like right in the street chest. fighter kick somebody, knock and, the air out of their lungs, and just send them flying. Which uh, and I don't know if I've said it before, but I think the most fun i have in a video game is knocking things off of roofs and buildings and things like that it's still true yeah it's, it's you're, like a, you're like a video game cat in a sense yeah it's just like eh, get it get them off <laughs> like i played a spider-man like an old spider-man back in the day just yeah. throw everyone off the roof <laughs> i feel like there has to be a name for that if like you stand near the edge and you look Murder, over the edge and you have like the call of the void mm. you have just like Hey, just look over the edge real quick. Whoop. <laughs> Tossing toss syndrome. syndrome. <laughs> but uh, I really do like the dropkick. Like, I didn't invest in it until much later because mm-hmm. you were raving about it. It's more of like I would be doing a thing, trying to like fight a zombie to death with like kicking him <laughs> in the shins and poking him with a toothpick. Uh-huh. And then Jake wouldn't even load into the screen for me yet. I would see the zombie just fly like 50 feet to the <laughs> side. And then Jake would like teleport in front of me. And be horizontal. Yeah. Slave on the ground. How you do. <laughs> yeah. And it does it does put you in a um 
Uh, you, it takes a moment to recover after the kick, so you can't just do it into a crowd of zombies and expect everything to be fine. But it's fun to send them flying, and they ragdoll like crazy. Yeah. Um, but I think one of the other benefits of the drop kick is pushing zombies back. Obviously, it's good to get them off of you to get some distance. Mm-hmm. But also, there are a lot of traps strewn about the environment. Oh, yeah. I believe it's in the city of Haran. Yeah. <laughs> which is, whatever, someplace. But it's like, not, It's not even that. It's not even someplace. It doesn't even exist. Some made-up place, which yeah. seems vaguely Middle, Middle Eastern. Eastern. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I like how we did that. Yeah. That should be our catchphrase. Ready? Yeah. Middle, Middle Eastern. Eastern. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. No practice on that one. Yeah. But... Um, if zombies touch spikes, whether they be on the ground or kind of just duct taped to a board on mm-hmm. the wall, they die instantly. Yeah, they cease the will to live <laughs> immediately. So we would, uh, there was probably like a good two hours that we spent, not consecutively, but in front of this one guy's base. Mm-hmm. And we would just wait there day and night and zombies would just come over to us and we'd like either throw them into the spikes or kick yep. them into the spikes or jake would drop kick them into the spikes <laughs> or you just wait behind the spikes and they would walk into it and yeah. die like the the game pathing usually did like pretty well and anything that it wasn't super great on they're zombies so you can justify it but sometimes zombies would just like brush up against spikes they're like oh crap <laughs> <laughs> collapse uh it's fun if you like if they were on the ground and you kicked them and they slide just a little bit, you know, from uh, the the impact. And just like, oh, yep, like uh, left pinky made contact with that spike wall, so you're completely dead immediately. <laughs> it's like the AI director's like, nope, nope, I saw it touch, you're <laughs> yeah. out. And it's like, <laughs> You get like a fine a mist on you and paintball or something like that, and you're like, ah, crap. <laughs> so. I don't know if I can make paintball references. I don't know if that works for our audience or not i play i play paintball ones yeah, yeah. i've always been too scared because i, I don't want <laughs> to get welts on random parts of my body unless it's from like a badass i guess being shot's not the no. worst excuse for welts it right. could be like i got bullied at school what up? <laughs> yeah well look forward to the paintball episode um but yeah these these trap areas were amazing to us because we still had these garbage weapons uh, we didn't have the ability to really combo to get kills with, like, martial abilities. Yeah. Um, but there were some utility items, like firecrackers to draw zombies' attentions. Right. Molotovs to draw zombies' attention and <laughs> set them on fire. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, they had that crafting component. So if you go out and you gather some, like, resources from zombies and then check some houses, you can just basically raid everyone's possessions and everyone's possessions are string, alcohol, cigarettes, <laughs> and uh, blades, inexplicably, just blades everywhere. Saw, little saw blades, by the way, not yeah. knives, saw blades. Yeah, not like a razor blade or anything. And uh, yeah, throw that stuff together to make mods and um, gear, like you said, uh, molotovs, and uh, you can make ninja stars. Yeah. Uh, which are pretty legit. I think you actually invested in elemental ninja stars at some point, or did you skip that over? I think it might have given it to me for something. Mm-hmm. I would occasionally make the exploding throwing stars. Right. Because you'd throw it in, it would deal damage, but then if it actually hit a target, it would explode. Right. As exploding throwing stars you'd expect to do. Right. 
but the one intelligent of the, ones. Yeah, the downside of having something explode is it would cause a loud noise, mm-hmm. which would draw the attention of nearby zombies. Right. Which, if you're trying to farm zombies and be a murder hobo like we were, yes, it was kind of useful in a way. Yeah, we uh, we tended to deplete uh, entire stores of zombies around from like wherever we were farming. Just be like, all right, we've drawn literally everything here within shouting distance. So, I Who guess we zombies come here. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, it was it was fun, and we got the impression like you get some money off zombies for some reason. All zombies carry loose cash on their person, or most of them do. You never know. <laughs> Maybe you're gonna go through a toll, Jake. <laughs> Significant amounts. Um, but. Uh, Eventually, we had to move on. We had, like started moving the story forward, and the the maps. So there's probably like three or four maps, I'd say, in total. But most of your time's probably spent in the first one. I yeah, there's say. a couple areas, but I'd say like two big open worldy areas. Yeah, it's and like then a couple warfare. smaller ones. Favela, I think, is yeah. the name of the first map. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it didn't. You said progressing the story, and I want to mm-hmm. nitpick that because... It's full of nits. <laughs> and picks. It's, <laughs> it's really kind of strung together. Yes. Yeah. With like, scavenge string. Yeah. <laughs> Good tie-in. Ah, I, I hate, hate myself life. so much. Um, so, like, your character is very... We're, we're going to do the impression, so... Okay. What am I doing? Um, I need you to say I don't have answers. I I don't have answers. Damn it, Jim! I need answers, <laughs> and that's your guy throughout like the whole fucking game. Yeah, he's very like he can't believe anything that's going on. He's very driven by some very, I guess, moral code. He's just driven. I think is yeah. the thing. It doesn't seem like he has tremendous morals. And he's most also of the heavily game. invested in every single character in the game. Yes. Who, like, everybody dies. Yeah. It's, I mean, if you were coming into this and you're, like, expecting a great plot, prepared to not get mm-hmm. a great plot. Prepared to not. <laughs> like, you're basically working for this corporation who turns out to be evil, or at least has really poor empathy skills. And uh, so you drop in, you're like, all right, I'll help the people in this tower that um, some of them need, you know, this uh, zombie suppressant medicine. The antizin, yeah. Antizin. Like, all right, get that first crate. Awesome. Chased it down. There's, like, airdrops periodically over the city, which is cool. I like that. I like the whole rec- recover airdrop thing from, like... Yeah, a, you can... From rust, right? It's, yeah. Yeah. Everybody kind of sprints towards, like, that dot in the sky. You're like, how far away is it? I don't know. Keep sprinting. Yeah. And uh, you get there, and you're like, all right, got this antizen. And you make a call and be like, all right, I have retrieved the medical thing that will keep these people alive. And your corporation's like, burn it. <laughs> Please, please hold. What? <laughs> no, yeah, just burn it. Th- like, destroy it. Throw it all away. And, uh, guy does it because, you know, he's a pawn to the story. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't really get better from there. He eventually does, you know, turn away from his corporation and kind of help people. But it's not really clear why he cares. Yeah. All the motivations of the characters seem kind of either very generic or very contrived and the, the plot seems very predictable yeah like one of the missions i remember 
there's this guy we're supposed to meet up with to like set some explosives in a building. Mm-hmm. And then when we find him, his he's bleeding from his leg, and he's like, we're like, "Oh my god, are you okay?" Yeah. And he's yeah. like, "No, it's fine. Here, take the explosives and go." Yeah. And so as soon as like we left him there. Jake and I are like, so that guy's fucking dead, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, he probably turned into a zombie. He's like, yeah, that would make more sense. <laughs> and then we go blow up the building and we come back and, oh my God, Raheem has turned. <laughs> and your main character just... He loses it. Didn't, you know, get that that was going to happen. I'm like, do you know how generic the plot is? Yeah. It's like, he, he basically reacts like Raheem is his brother and like all of his childhood dogs rolled up into one person. Fused together, but in a non-creepy way. <laughs> and then turned into a zombie. <laughs> and it just, there's there's a very slim possibility that some of the side quests we like skipped over fill out some of these characters. I doubt it. I doubt it so much. No. You don't even get them from these characters, so that wouldn't be possible. No, they're usually kind of like go and collect missions mm-hmm. or like go from point A to point B. And there are other people in the tower. So it's not going to fill out these characters to explain why they like. Each yeah. Other it would so be much. like some other generic NPC. Yeah. I don't, I, I, I never encountered the like Christmas caroling side quest where everybody like bonds <laughs> over some eggnog. Right. It's uh, it's really like absurd how quickly your character just does a 180 on everything. I think basically what happened, because his voice actor is actually not bad. Oh, no. I think he's actually one of the... I feel like I should have looked it up beforehand. No, yeah, but he's yeah. one of like the few good video game voice actors. Like If you hear his voice, you will recognize it. Right. You're like, oh, he's been in some other things, and he does a good job. Right. Like, it's just the character was written poorly. Exactly. And I feel like their instruction for him is like, when you record all your lines, make sure that it's always on 10. <laughs> like, never go below 10... If you go below 10, you're going to be fired. Maria! <laughs> yeah. Just constantly. Um, so that's that's the main character. If you're playing in multiplayer, then you're all the main character. But you can look different. Yeah. Like, um, I, I went with a, uh, a stuntman costume. Because th- we were playing, uh, like, the Fallen expansion or something like that, which added some content to the game. But... I, I don't know. It was still mostly just cosmetics and stuff like that. And maybe some content we didn't even play, but... I mean, I was a ninja, yeah. so there was that. <laughs> it was pretty cool uh, seeing Dave as a ninja. Like, just Legitimize my throwing stars. <laughs> exactly. You're going for the theming, right? Jumping yeah, yeah. over them, throwing throwing stars. Um, Definitely wasn't using stealth, though. Yeah. But it's kind of like we were talking about how the... the story is kind of mediocre and predictable and uh, nothing about it. it's very inspired and that's how a lot of mechanics in this game work it's like it's got crafting but not to the degree that it matters really it's more of like oh crafting's in now yeah. let's have crafting and it's like it's got melee combat but not to the degree of a game that's good with melee combat like dark souls or something yeah it it still feels good. Yes. But like we have said multiple times, it just kind of does nothing. Yeah. So there's not really a point to do it. Yeah. I mean, every time you hit a zombie or attack a zombie or kill a zombie, you will get combat points mm-hmm. to help level up that tree. But a lot of times it's just kind of wasted effort. Yeah. When you can like, oh, set them up in a trap or kick them into the spikes down the lane. Yeah. 
like we tried to fight some zombies when we started um we just head out and like find one zombie you know and the streets at night and be like this guy we'd jump out from the alley pull the zombie in <laughs> kick him take his lunch money <laughs> and spend 20 minutes hitting him with wrenches and pipes and things until yeah. he died but we stopped doing that past the point like we didn't yeah. focus on individual zombies because it's such a waste of time also uh, with nighttime you do get a uh, double points yes so if you're running and doing cool agility things double points if you're hitting zombies double points also when it's nighttime it is so fucking hard to see yes and these special hunter zombies come out which will chase you yeah and it's... they can climb buildings very quickly <laughs> It's kind of like, I don't know exactly why, but it seems like most zombie games aren't actually that dangerous. Like, I think it's part of the intrinsic, just people know what zombies are, and they're usually not the 28 days later rage zombies. Usually they're fairly slow and clumped up, and you usually have the advantage of a gun to mow them down, or something like a chainsaw, something like Dead Rising, where you just, you're plowing through zombies. Yeah. And that's the motivation for the player. And there's, there's kind of a sensation that this game has. because So we played on hard difficulty to qualify all of our statements. And there is... Um, it's kind of rare that a game kind of gets me excited at night and afraid of zombies and things like that. Yeah. And you could be running, like, jumping rooftop to rooftop, doing your parkour thing, and you miss a jump, and you fall, and it's pitch black, and you know you're being chased a second yep. ago, and you're doomed. Like... Um, and that's that's pretty cool like you up the stakes a bit um i did like that also uh, one of the benefits of multiplayer was because i would fuck up a lot so i'd be like hey jake because you're down once you're down you're there for like 30 seconds and if you have a teammate there they can come pick you up right they kind of have to channel like picking you up for like three seconds but usually you can do that and then just like sprint away again yeah so like we'd take turns leapfrogging each other dying like getting to the objective yeah and the games it's like some of these night creatures are significantly more dangerous i don't know if we ever like actually beat uh, nightmares or monsters or whatever they were called legitimately at night just using weaponry maybe once uh no do we do we <laughs> we've definitely killed some with like traps and stuff mostly though right yeah yeah <laughs> or sometimes like we'd be in front of like that wall of spikes which is our farming spot we kind of go out and like slap it and try yeah. and entice it into the spikes as best we could they, they, they go for the um they so those zombies are actually pretty responsive they'll avoid like fluorescent light um or what's there's probably a better word for that no it's not fluorescent uv uv light there you go and uh you know a better word for it in a completely different word <laughs> but also a better word <laughs> yes <laughs> more accurate and yeah, that it's yeah. correct and mine wasn't <laughs> but they'll uh they'll run up until they get kind of in the light and then they'll just like panic look around and like run back kind of like um i, I think about like wolves almost circling and like ducking in to see like how you react and jumping back out yeah. tonight. they act like that which is cool um but sometimes they'd like mess up and like misjudge their momentum or something just fall against the spikes and die <laughs> those were always small victories for me it's like, like thank god it's like if there was that wolf analogy and you had a campfire in the center and the wolves would like be ducking in and out and there's just the one wolf that just never really learned how momentum works that just slides into the fire <laughs> and then runs away on fire <laughs> Damn it, Tim. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, 
so the the game does put you in some situations where you're actually in danger um and at least on hard difficulty it's not difficult to die at all if you get grappled until you have like some upgrades it takes a moment to break free yeah and once you're grappled like you've already been bit once which Mm -hmm. is easily a third of your health yeah and then like i feel like everything is like a third yeah it feels like if you just get like tapped three times by a zombie you're on the ground yeah or if you fall and then get tapped by a zombie you're on the ground right or if you jump off the top of the tower and land <laughs> like like a badass <laughs> there's like to pick you up there's a uh, so the, the parkour is actually like pretty pretty good there's not really wall running but that's like the only thing it feels like it's missing but um, you can almost kind of like jump from ledge to ledge yeah like if there's a brick that's slightly out of place you can kind of climb that yeah it's usually very forgiving like, there are many times I was running and jumping out of windows mm-hmm. and then, you know, grabbing the ledge above the window, yeah. even though it's not physically possible with <laughs> momentum. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty great. Um, what was the... Uh, uh, just running through the city, it feels really good. And you get ag- agility experience for that. Uh, at nighttime, obviously, the, the risks are up, but uh, double experience. So, you know, you're going to go do it. Um, but there was... Um, uh, basically assassin's creed so another game that they've taken inspiration from is the pro- uh, a good polite way to put it uh in the form of trash bags which is less hygienic than you know a bit hay bell but if you're just falling you can uh, just land in a pile of trash bags and it completely negates your fall damage and there's a couple places in the game where they'll like put these next to a really high location and you can just jump off and land in these trash bags <laughs> Which is really nice, because you... I feel like one of the strengths is the momentum of the game. Mm-hmm. Like, the way they've designed these cities and going through, and when they place zombies, there always seems like an option for routes of, oh, well, I can always use my momentum, jump up here, grapple up here. Yeah. Kind of do, like, a hop, skip, and a jump to, like, get from point A to point B, where you can almost never touch the ground. Yeah. And if you need to, like, get down from a high space, you kind of can pretty quickly. And just... Wherever you need to go, you can get there pretty quickly. And there's a real incentive to stay up in the air, to like stay on those buildings, to be free running essentially everywhere you go. Yeah. Because in a similar game, if they didn't have the uh, parkour mechanics and it was just you on the ground like many zombie games are, they would have to tone back the number of zombies they put in the game. It would have been so tedious to just run through all those guys on the ground. But if you're like on top of buildings, you barely have to deal with zombies at all. There's like a couple people who just happen to be like sunbathing when the epidemic broke out or something <laughs> they're just waiting up there like ah, going out for a smoke <laughs> but uh but for the most part it's way safer to just traverse everything up in the um yeah on top of buildings and things typically the only things that would go after you up there are runners mm-hmm. which are the ones which are willing to climb up buildings and are very out of breath all the time yeah but if they climb you can still trigger that head stomp animation. Oh, yeah. So we were kind of just playing King of the Castle on top of certain apartment buildings and crushing heads it's like or a, kicking them off. Yeah, it's like a full punt. It's basically a full punt animation if they're climbing up because they'll, like, climb up, put their arms up, and then raise their head up and, like, yeah. push themselves up. And you're just like, and kick. <laughs> they just vaporize. It's it's absolutely absurd the amount of force that goes into the... I can only call it a small explosion whenever you actually <laughs> kill one of these things with a headstone. I, I don't think you're wrong there. Um, 
but the game kind of just continues like that. And here's here's like one of my big gripes with it, as far as difficulty is concerned, is uh, how they balanced weapons and melee kill abilities like the stomps, throws into traps, um, and then later the 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 big Kahuna that is actual firearms. It's like <sighs> all right. Before we're talking about <laughs> gunpowder, as I'm loosening my shoulders, <laughs> the we, guns. We got to talk about something else in between. That's fair. Feet, which are pretty amazing, mm-hmm. in a game sense, yes. not 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 weird stuff. Uh-huh. And guns, which are obviously effective against zombies. And feet. Is the bow? Yes. So your starter gun. <laughs> yeah, it's the first range weapon you get, and I was like, oh sweet, because bows in like every game are very cathartic and fun, mm-hmm. and you have that response of like the flock, and then it lands into somebody. Oh, so good. Yeah. But when you first get it, and you like land a headshot and you kill a zombie, you're like, oh, that's awesome. How much does it take to craft arrows? Okay, like nothing. Metal and oh, nails. Oh, I can just take the arrow out of the zombie while they're alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we had opportunities like that. There's these big guys uh, called uh, Demolishers, I think. Demolishers were the really big ones. Really big ones. But they're also kind of like mid-range ones who had like these big-ass sledgehammers of like concrete. Yeah, like rebar and uh, concrete on it. Yeah. And uh, I remember at one point, so we, we fought the uh, the guys at the rebar too. We took them down. But there was a demolisher where we were fighting in an open area. And we just like loaded the guy with 40 plus arrows. And uh, I just, I ran down and was like taking some like swings at him and stuff. I was just pulling arrows out of his body. <laughs> I'm sorry, are you using these? I need these back then. <laughs> I need these so I could shoot this guy with arrows. And oh. <laughs> um but yeah, the the bow was like so up until that point. And oh, another thing about the melee weapons—they yes. wear down over time. They have oh, a limited mm. number of repairs, and so if you invest all of your like, you got this cool mod, and you're like, all right, this one is like this leeching poison impact, like toxic whatever, and you put that on a machete, uh, you can only repair that like three times before it's completely gone. Yeah, and it's not like between repairs you have. Oh, this is good for like a hundred swings. It might be like 15 to 20. Yeah. It's something embarrassingly low. Yeah. And it's, uh, it, it kind of like killed some of my enthusiasm, enthusiasm for melee weapons before I even realized there was other options <laughs> for like how to go about combat. Um, it just seemed like they really wanted to emphasize the, hey, you're handicapped. This is a zombie apocalypse. Right. You're, you're just a guy and that's it. Mm-hmm. And you don't have the, overpowered guns yeah which they then give you later anyway yeah and that was that was like one of my big kind of gripes was how they kind of balance that difficulty because it's not a constant or the effectiveness of your character for your character to feel good in one of these games you should constantly be getting some progression and feeling more powerful more capable Mm -hmm. um so from melee weapons up to bows to guns makes perfect sense in that in that case the problem is melee weapons feel like garbage so bows feel amazing, and then guns are just guns were just like slightly above bows. Yeah, but I would still use bows a lot of times mm-hmm. because another thing you can do with your character is you can do like a quick sidestep to the left or right yes. or back. So if a zombie is chasing me, I would just kind of dodge back and then shoot an arrow right in its face, yeah. which is usually a one hit kill, and you would just grab the arrow and repeat. Yeah, moving in this game feels really good. We already talked about it some, but it's basically just invert. If you ever played Resident Evil, just go the opposite of that, and that's how this game feels. Yeah. <laughs> Resident Evil's kind of like slow walking. This is 
full speed all the time. <laughs> it's just like you don't have your trench coat, but you're basically Neo <laughs> for some of these encounters. Um, but yeah, the bow the bow, bow felt amazing. Super cheap to make. You get bundles of eight arrows every time you complete one craft. That takes one metal and one nail, which you can just loot trash and just find that. Yeah, it's really easy to find supplies at a point where we kind of stopped looting zombies mm -hmm. because you're like eh or worst case you could buy arrows for like no money yeah and and money barely mattered because why would you use i literally stopped carrying me melee weapons for like the tail 25 percent of the game yeah because there was no reason to spend time hitting a zombie at that point maybe four times to kill it when there's all these dangerous like extra special types that the game's unloading at you i say extra special they are all taken from other zombie game they they do have a spitter yes who like just hits you mm -hmm. sometimes it doesn't feel like there's a projectile and de deals a decent amount of damage and mm -hmm. poison so some damage over time and they can also leave like a little poison bubble yeah which would then explode and also damage you it's like a mine too like it'll yeah. just attach to something i'm like what's that walk into it and die <laughs> oh speaking of explosions they do have hazmats oh yeah yeah were kind of fun because they have like a little gas tank on their back this but you're uncommon left for dead infected yeah right? <laughs> but what was fun is if you hit the tank it would explode right but if you hit the tank in the right spot sometimes it would just open like a gas valve and the zombie would kind of just start flying away <laughs> in a direction just kind of ragdoll into other zombies and then blow up that was really enjoyable for me and see, this is another thing, obviously, obviously taken from just cause. So, I, that one's stretching. That one's stretching a little bit. Explosions, just cause. <laughs> and the uh, the um, propane tanks and things like that. Yeah. Because attaching, like, using the the grapple thing to like hook that up to like livestock or whatever, then shooting it and just yeah. sending a cow airborne was basically the purpose of that game. Um, one thing we actually never unlocked from the agility tree mm -hmm. there is an option for like a grappling hook yeah yeah so i'm not sure if that was supposed to be like a web slinging type thing or i assume just hooked a point and kind of james bond agent under fire i think it was yeah that was the uh that would have been like xbox the first xbox right yeah yeah that's right that that was some dumb shit it was pretty silly I was upset with my, when I played that with my friend, and he like knew all of these mechanics and the fact that there was this like grappling hook and thing. It just went up to some high overlook when I had no idea how possibly to reach him and shot me repeatedly <laughs> until he filled the kill counter. Yeah, it's, uh, that's why you don't play games with at, at friends' houses, pretty much. No. I was like, let's go back to Goldeneye, please. So... I think we actually played Perfect Dark instead. But there you go. That was good. Um, but uh, yeah, there's there's definitely some skills and things we never unlocked. Uh, there's a lot of options that felt like okay. Some things that were completely broken, like the ability to instantly kill zombies. There was one where you could sneak up and instantly kill a zombie or a person. Yeah. There were occasionally like... Next app. <laughs> raiders or just, you know, people in the Badlands who just... Had like some S and M gear and like a machete. Yeah, mm -hmm. and they might contest the airdrops, but those right. are usually more difficult than zombies because mm -hmm. they, they just had health and would hit you for even more. And they were very dodgy. Yeah. Like zombies were really bad at uh, dodging the drop kick. These guys, <laughs> like 
if they see you coming at like charging them and you go to drop kick they're like i'm gonna sidestep this <laughs> i don't know why but what if you did um another uh, ability we kind of unlocked eventually was you can you can do the slide if you're, you're running yeah you can go to crouch and then slide and an unlock off of that made it so if you slide into someone it'll like knock them to the ground um and actually i don't even know if that was just the base ability or not the unlock said it would break their legs which i like never saw <laughs> but uh the the humans were terrible at dodging that. If you come at them in the air, they're prepared for that. They have their anti air in the form of a side dodge. For some reason, going go we go low <laughs> takes them out. It's like Soul Calibur. If somebody's running at you, mm-hmm. they're usually gonna slide kick you or grab you. One of two things. Yep. But uh, they were terrible at dodging that. So hit the leg, whatever. They just go down. They ragdoll for a couple seconds. Um, but since they're on the ground. They are now eligible. That head's looking pretty tasty. <laughs> Congratulations, you are the winner of one new headstone <laughs> and explosion. <laughs> yeah, but it's still that really weird imbalance of you hit them a shit ton with all that health, yep. or you kind of have them trip on a banana peel and <laughs> then instantly murder them. Yes. Yeah. So it's just, mm. the game had a lot of really fun things in it as far as like a co-op sprinting around parkouring and just murdering zombies together Mm -hmm. and then it had the rest of the game yeah where like certain things were just kind of mechanically weird for like climbing ladders or other things or forced cinematic oh Oh, hold up (laughs) i just my memory was jogged (laughs) so we were doing co-op on the campaign Mm -hmm. so anytime you go through like hey there's this checkpoint where you have to stay in location if both players are not there, it will not start. Right. Now, a lot of these things were unnecessary because it would sometimes take you five feet. Uh-huh. Or maybe take you to, like, a multi-part cutscene that you'd be skipping through. But there were times that, like, let's say Jake was in the elevator, and he pushed the elevator to go up. And it's like, oh, please wait for other players. Right. I have the option to warp to him for the game to continue, which yes. I hold B for a couple of seconds, and I teleport to him. Yes. Many times when Jake would do this, I would be three feet away looking at him like are you fucking kidding me like i had to occupy the same space as jake step into my body (laughs) progress the game and it's little things like that that heavily detract from it Mm -hmm. because a key part of the game that i thought was strong was the pacing for how you move around through the city right and you balance the running and the killing of zombies yeah but then the story always felt like this forced heavy-handed hey this is cinematic hey this is intense right it's a movie yeah yeah and it's it it, it is really unfortunate because their core gameplay loop like you said is just just felt so solid and they interrupt their own game is really what it feels like they interrupt yeah. it with cutscenes. they interrupt it with all of these prompts of you need to gather your party before venturing forth but where other games that have co-op gather your party before venturing forth in intelligent ways usually like this is an area transition or something like that because i thought about this i was sitting here i was like can they actually cut the cutscenes? like can they get rid of that could they not have your friends warp to you i'm like well they kind of all need to see the cutscene, things like that what if they didn't what if they literally just had it so your friends heard like on the radio the interaction like they were communicating with somebody by radio yeah. or something that would convey the same thing to me yeah 
And there's no reason to make people group up all the time to watch some guy like gesture with his hands as he talks in like a like more oh, than so vaguely guy racist accent because he's trying to emulate something uh, uh, it's like it's, it's rough it is rough and it was unnecessary um but yeah yeah we already talked about the the story the other characters there's nobody else who stands out as particularly uh strong and the game tries to sell this um this drama and uh suspense and the disappointing thing is there's high points in the game like there's high points where there is an actual cinematic moment or um i like the arena oh yeah like uh which is awesome in co-op because you're just like here we're gonna take all your crap because at this point we made the mistake of giving you guns and things so (laughs) balance is out the window right we have to remove this to make the game challenging um and you're like all right death arena go and they kind of like put you in with like some shipping containers and broken up cement and some zombies, and you have like some really basic ass supplies. But we still had our feet, so we'd go and kick zombies in the spikes. Yeah. And they also, I think, did a pretty good job with the music throughout the game mm-hmm. for when you did have those more intense moments where they wanted to convey, hey, this is like an action sequence. Yeah. The music for it was good. So when I was running, I'm like, yeah, we're actually doing something. Yeah. It still seemed a little bit over the top as far as, like, you're running through an area and bullets are flying by you, conveniently missing. Yeah, Stormtrooper. And then, like, as you're running, like, a zombie drops, like, five feet in front of you, but there's no way it can really catch up to you because you're full book in it. Yeah. You're mid-spin dash right now. (laughs) (laughs) They're not not getting you. Yeah, there was a couple sections where you had to run away Mm -hmm. from... uh, death basically in one way or another and uh i i enjoyed those i enjoyed the like forced I, that's gonna sound weird enjoyed the forced free running where it's like there is a path there's an obstacle course yeah. for you to traverse that's what i liked um and there's a couple points they had us race just like get like deliver all the bombs or something like that race your friends <laughs> The one thing that killed me about that, though, is, like, sometimes we'd start it, uh-huh. and one person would be way the fuck over there. <laughs> it's like, hey, a challenge is starting. I'm like, I'm not gonna make it. <laughs> and it, Jake's like, later, fucker. <laughs> You're, like, waiting for the airdrop or something. The, the, the airdrop comes off of the plane, starts coming down to the ground. You're like, all right, do you want to start this challenge to race to the airdrop? And I'm standing underneath it, just waiting for it to crush me as you're off in the tower. I'm like, start challenge. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's pretty funny. Um, But uh, yeah, they have a couple other things you didn't really experience in the game. We didn't really play side quests that much because we were reluctantly going through the main quest. Why would we do side quests? Um, But uh, they also had challenges. Uh, which I think we accidentally did one. Um, was it parkour? Yeah, we or talked about it a little bit. Like some like the parkour ones, where like the collecting looter, mm-hmm. seeing how many zombies you can murder. Yeah, there was the there was the ambient ones, and then there were some that like the DLC, uh, the following actually added, um, which was like, it, so they had like this fourth wall breaking thing where there was a uh, like a jug that said dying light on it, and it's just like dlc drink or something like that and you interact with it to start one of the dlc challenges i'm just like what that's i think that's kind of cute a little bit of a cheek type i like it that didn't bother me too much there was one where uh one of your allies uh 
just died, right? Like in this explosion or whatever, or right before an explosion. And it's supposed to be this deep kind of like dramatic moment for your protagonist because he cares for some reason. And then uh, the the frowny face explosion on the far tower. Yeah. And so we were like, that kind of looks like a frowny face, but we thought it was a coincidence. It just conveniently, the way the windows were blown out and flames were, until we got the achievement that said, like, you did the frowny face. I was like, okay. All right. Like I, So the game doesn't want me to be sad, but it wants me to accept that the protagonist is sad. And you're like, <laughs> I don't get what you're going for here. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, it, at the, at the end of the day, I think it was actually a pretty fun game, but you have to realize that it's very difficult to get away from zombie campiness and there's yeah. so much baggage on that genre. I'd say like, it's a good pickup if you can get on sale for like, a couple of friends, mm-hmm. maybe do it over like a weekend, just stick around. It's got a lot of fun things in it, mm-hmm. but in the same way you might watch uh, a B rated horror movie. Like, you know it's not going to be great going in, but you want to kind of experience it with your friends and make fun of it. Yeah. I think it's really good for that. And it's probably a different experience if you go in with, like, four people. Three or four people, and unless they have some mechanic where it's, like, Diablo's minions have grown stronger. <laughs> uh, it's got to be much harder to lose if all four people have to go down. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, that's Dying Light. It's it's the light's not completely out. It is dying though. Yeah. And that's our sign that we have to go. I'd like to uh, thank everybody for listening. Yeah, Jake, do you want to do the typical outro stuff for the? Sure. Uh, so if you guys are listening to this, you've already found us. So good job. That's step one. Uh, the other steps you have, or you could send in feedback to soapstonepodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, we periodically check that for mail. There's never anything there. Uh, your other option is to go to Facebook, where you probably found this, but you might not have, at uh, facebook.com slash soapstonepodcast, and that is where uh, fans, I guess? Yeah. Lis- listeners. Listeners uh, periodically uh, get our podcast, and we post them there. And also on Facebook, we have the option to post dumb videos from time to time, or mm-hmm. other just non-strictly audio content. So if you like us that much, or you just want to be freaked out for like a minute yeah check that out i guess it is uh it's content (laughs) that is true this is content yeah all right well i'd like to thank everybody for listening and we will try to release some episodes in the future and uh, catch up hopefully on uh, whatever we've missed i'm sure everything's fine oh yeah for sure have a good night guys